is the Impact Man, and you know what time it is. It is time to rise and grind. So go ahead, grab your cup of coffee, grab your device, and let's get into this word. Good morning, brothers. What's going on? This is Pastor S. Jeffrey Munts, and welcome to Morning Meditation for Men. I am so excited that you've taken time out of your day to spend a little bit of it with me on this morning. Uh, thank you wherever you are all across the globe. Now, before I go on, I would be amiss not to stop for a minute. Uh, this is real time, y'all. This is just real time. And when I say real time, this is present day. So you may be listening to this uh, 15 years from now, but this is present day, uh, March 2022, March 1, 2022. Take a moment and pray for our brothers and our sisters in Ukraine. They are being invaded by an evil, quote-unquote, superpower, Russia. Let's pray for them right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the peace that you're going to give our brothers and sisters in Ukraine, for the strength that you're giving them, for the resolve that you are giving them, for the strategies that you are giving them so that they can beat back their enemy physically, Father. I pray that every of Every offensive that they take, God, it would win. I pray that every battle that they take, God, they would win the battle, ultimately winning the war, and that they would lift their hands in praise to you because of the work that you're going to do in them and through them, God. We thank you, Father, for the protection of the men and the women and the children of the Ukraine. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, and everybody shout it, amen. We've got some brothers and sisters over in Ukraine that listen, and so it's very important for me that we reach out and we pray for them. Now, let's get into this word this morning. Uh, we are going to go directly into the word, Ephesians chapter 5. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version, Ephesians chapter number 5. Uh, go ahead, grab your device, Ephesians chapter number 5, uh, and I'm going to start at verse number twenty. Three in the Amplified Version, and it reads, For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives should be subject to their husbands in everything, respecting both their position as protector and their responsibility to God as head of the house. I'm going to stop there. All right, so... Uh, guys, we're in the middle of this series that just kind of popped up as I was going through and I heard the Lord say, slow down here. Um, I had a, I have several different things that I was working on trying to get through, but I heard the Lord say, slow down here. And so we're working on this series. I'm married now. What? It is vitally important, uh, for us who are married and have been married for a while to share with the young people who are getting married or who have, who have just gotten married. Um, you know, they're in their honeymoon stages. Now I want to talk about this thing today, the head. I want to talk about it because it's right here in the scripture and it's worth noting what God gives us for responsibility as men. The Bible says, for the husband is the head of the wife. Now, I went and I did a little bit of research 
on that um, and I looked at it in the Greek and tried to pull it out so I could get a better understanding of what it meant in the Greek. Um, I can't remember the Greek pronunciation of it, but I can tell you what it means in the Greek. So in the Greek, um, it is supreme, it is chief, it is prominent. The scripture is telling us, and I want you to hear this now, the scripture is telling us here in verse number 22, for the husband is prominent over the wife. For the husband is supreme over the wife. Now, some of my ladies that may be listening, you you might get a little uh, iffy about this. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, Pastor. But I'm just giving you what the scripture says. For the husband is head over the wife. The husband is supreme. Now, I need you to get this because this is, this is the important part. This is where it really gets into the nitty gritty of it. Now, uh, breaking it down even further, of persons, um, this is what it says the hus of a husband in relation to his wife we're talking about the head supreme of a husband in relation to his wife of christ now this is the second part of christ the lord of the husband the lord of the church did y'all catch that the lord of the husband and the lord of the church and then the last portion says of things. When you're talking about the head of things, we're talking about the cornerstone, the cornerstone. Now, I'm going to do my best to tie all of this in today to make some concrete sense of what God is saying in this particular verse through the Apostle Paul. We see here God says, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church, himself being the savior of the body. That alone ought to tell some young man who is thinking about getting married that you have a greater responsibility as the head than the wife does. Why? What happens in the head, guys? In the head, you can see. That's where your eyes are located, in the head. In the head, your ears are located. In the head, your nose is located. That's a smell, a sense of smell. In the head, the mouth is located. That's where uh, sound comes out of. That's when you speak a thing, right? So when you become a husband over a wife, the scripture says you are now the seeing, you are now the hearing, you are now the speaking, you are now the senses for this marriage. Now, so it, it goes far beyond me being that person that, that is just in that place where I can, uh, quote unquote, I'm the head of the house. Or it's something you fill out on your taxes, head of household. The scripture has laid it down for us that as the head, we are the ones, men who are the head of their houses, according to the scripture, are the ones who sees we have a vision for our families. We hear, 
the ears. We hear what God is saying for our families. And then we give this information to our families, either by teaching, either by showing. You following me today? Yeah, I, I, I hope you're following this today because this is powerful. That you, you're the one who will speak over, <laughs> over your family. Are you catching this today? You have the eyes to, pro to provide vision for your wife. So it's not just a thing where I lord it over her and say that I'm in charge. If you wanna be in charge, I think there was a song that says, uh, you gotta pay the cost to be the boss. Hello, somebody. You've gotta be willing to do what it takes in order to be in charge. See, too many of us wanna walk around and talk about we're in charge, but we don't wanna take the responsibility that falls behind us being in charge. We just wanna be in charge in a place where we can tell people that we're in charge. But I come to let you know today that what God is telling us is that you are the head of the house. And that means that you have vision for your family. You have vision for your wife. You're seeing, and listen to this, I need you to get this. You are seeing not just in the natural, but you are seeing in the spiritual for your family. Right. And so now that you're seeing over your family in the natural and you're seeing your family in the spiritual, now you connecting with God and you're hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying to you about your family and what you hear God say. Now you speak out of your mouth and you prophesy over your family. You prophesy peace over your family. You prophesy abundance over your family. You prophesy greatness over your children. You prophesy greatness over your wife. You prophesy and you speak a Psalm, uh, a Proverbs 31 woman over your life, over the life of your wife. Listen, let me tell you something. It is easy for us just to walk around and say, I'm the head of the household, but when you take that on, there is a greater responsibility than simply saying, I'm the head. Mm-hmm. You, now you, now you don't, you don't started something. Now, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to go there, but I'm, I'm going to say it. I hope that this might be scaring some of you young boys off from running into a marriage because you're not ready to take on the responsibility of a vision for somebody else, listening to God for somebody else, and then pro pro proclaiming and prophesying over your family. Some of you need to go back to the drawing board and sit down and talk to God and get yourselves right. Yeah, uh-huh. I said it. I said it. I said it. And guess what? Some days I wish somebody had said it to me before I walked down the aisle. Now that I'm older, it took me 10, 15 years to get to the place where I am now to understand that it's a whole lot more than just screaming, I'm the head of this household, but I have a responsibility for this entire house. So what does it mean? Yes, I'm supreme. 
Why, why is it, why is it that God made us the head? Because when the attacks come, the attacks are coming to the man. They are coming to the head first. If you want to destroy something, you're the, listen, okay, I'm a fan of boxing, right? I'm a fan of boxing. And if you watch boxing, and one, one of the things that I like about boxing, and I know it's crazy, but it, one of the things I like about boxing is when there is a really good knockout. But if you watch a good knockout, most knockouts are because of a headshot. And what the enemy wants to do, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost today. What the enemy is trying to do to you as a man, when you take responsibility to step up and say, I am going to be the man of this house. I am the head of my wife. I am the head of my family. The enemy is going to do everything he can to give you a headshot. He recognizes, you know, you're young in this, so you can take some body blows. You tighten the abs, you know, you know how to cover up your kidneys, right? So you can take some body blows and keep going. But he understands that because it's new and you're light, listen to me, you're lightheaded. When he pops you in the head right in the right time, it'll take you out, right? Now, if you ever watch boxing, you'll tell when they get it right. It's normally that head and the head will snap. And when the head snaps, you know the body's gonna go behind it. The enemy is trying to pop you and take you out because he does not want your family successful. He wants your marriage ruined. But you gotta understand that it, it, it can't happen. Why, why can't it happen, Pastor? Because the Bible says that no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the saints, the children of God. This is our heritage that we will condemn everything that is spoken against us. Let me tell you something that you young man have to take it up and you've got to take up this mantle of the word of God and begin to use it for your life in every area of your life. See, the problem is that we have not used the word of God properly. What we've allowed society to do and our culture to do is to water down the word of God so that it's soft and it's slushy and it does not have anything. Listen, you know what? Uh, it doesn't have any substance because all we're looking for is a money pit. And I come to let you know that God will give you money. The Bible says I will that he will supply all of my need according to, to his riches and glory. That means money. God will give you money. But this is not simply about money. You've got greater responsibilities when you take on a family. You've got the protection of a woman. You've got the protection of children. You've got the protection of those that are around you. God is calling you to a place of protection in this season. And the enemy will do anything he can to get you off your, because listen, if he can destroy your family, he can destroy your child. If he can destroy a child, he can destroy a woman. If he can destroy a woman and a child, he destroyed you. Now 
you've got three people who will not listen to what God says or doesn't trust God in their circumstances. Brothers, you've got to stand the watch. You have got to stand on your watch 24-7. It does not matter how hard it is. It doesn't matter how challenging it is. You've got to stand watch. You're the head. Now, let me give you some practicals, okay? Some practicals. How do I stand watch? Since I'm the head pastor, I got that. I understand that I'm the head. I understand that I'm the person in charge. Since I am the head, since I am the person in charge, give me some practicals on what I need to do. You need to stay in a place of prayer. The Bible says that we should pray without ceasing. Young men, you stepping into a marriage, prayer life. Prayer life, prayer life. Listen to me. It is not about quantity. It's about quality. Spend time with God every day about your family. What is it that you want us to do? How do you want us to do it? Now, number two, this is your personal time that you need to spend with God. Number two, grab hold of that woman once a day and pray with that woman once a day. It doesn't matter. We we busy. I don't care. Y'all sleeping in the same bed? For you leave. Put your hands on her hands and pray with her and pray for her. Pray protection over her. You see what I'm saying? Lay hands on those children and pray for them. You don't have no children? Then you need to be praying. Is it time for us to have children? Give us what we need so that when we do have children, we're prepared and we're ready to have these children. Right. So you got to understand the practical is you got to pray with your family. The practical is you got to prophesy over your family. So the first one is you're going to pray with your family. The next one is you're going to prophesy over your family. That's why you're the head, the mouth. It's your job to begin to speak into existence. The scripture says this, speak those things that are not as though they were. In other words, speak things that you currently do not see, but you hear the Holy Spirit saying about you, speak those things and continue to speak them into existence. My family is blessed. My business is blessed. I'm blessed when I go out. I'm blessed when I come in. I am I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the field. Are you with me today? Listen, let me tell you something. I think it's over in Deuteronomy chapter number 28, Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Um, um, and, and it talks about uh, the blessings of the Lord and how we as a people of God, um, what we need to do uh, here, Deuteronomy chapter number 28. And I think this is, this is real close to it. So follow, follow along with me. It says, now it shall be if you diligently obey the Lord, your God, being careful to do all his commandments, which I command you today, the Lord, your God will set your marriage high above all nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon your marriage and overtake your marriage and all of its subsidiaries if you obey the Lord your God. Blessed shall your marriage be in the city and blessed shall it be in the country. 
speak the word of God. Go find that in Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Find it, pull it up and put your name in there. Whatever your name, Munt's family, Johnson family, Stevenson family, uh, you know, whoever. Put the na your name in there and begin to speak that over your house. Prophesy over your house what the word says and watch it come to pass. See, this is it. We've got to get outside of just wishing for stuff. Oh, see, now I'm talking to myself. For years, I wish we could do this. I wish we could do that. I wish the other. Few years back, I began to prophesy, we will go on vacations. We will enjoy the things that we like in life. And guess what? We go on vacations all the time. We enjoy the things we like in life. We love, listen, let me tell you something. Prophesy, I love my wife. There's nobody else out there, especially if you're in a deep, dark place right now and you don't really care for your wife. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. And you don't care for your wife right now and you're sitting on the precipice of divorce. I want you to begin to prophesy. I love my wife. I respect my wife. I, I honor my wife. I want you to begin to prophesy these things over your life and over your marriage and watch what begins begins to happen. Pastor, we too far gone. If I ask my wife to pray, pray with me, she's going to laugh. Let her laugh. You begin to prophesy. If she will not pray with you, you pray and you prophesy and you call God to action in your marriage. I dare you to do it. Because when you call God to action, there is a scripture says that his word will not return. I feel the Holy Ghost today. His word will not return void. It will accomplish what it was sent out to do. So what you need to understand is when you begin to speak his word over your life, the word does not have any other choice but to do as it was set up to do and return with the accomplished result that God had originally set it out to do. You gotta, you gotta do this. Brothers, remember these. Because you're the head, you are to love your wife. We talked about that already. Love your wife, not lord it over her. I'm not, don't, don't run around your house and scream I'm the head of the house. You are to build your wife, not bash her because you're the head. You're hearing me today? Let me tell you something, and I'm gonna give this to you and I'm gonna be done, we're gonna pray and we're gonna go. I'm gonna give this to you. If you gotta run around your house or stand at the top of the steps or get in an argument and scream, I'm the man of the house, guess what, son? You ain't the man of the house. You ain't the man of the house. Let me tell you something. The man of the house is quiet. He's, he's stealthy. He's prayerful. He's watchful. He's uh, uh, creative. This is the man of the house. Not somebody running around who's boisterous and always drunk, or always high, and always out of his right mind. You're not getting nothing done that way, brothers. You're not getting nothing done that way. Stealthy. The Bible, the Bible warns us of being too, the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. I, I feel the Holy Ghost today. I do. 
Do not be drunk with wine. I could run around this. I could run around this studio right now. My God. Do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. How are you going to get this to work? You on the other edge? Get, get this Holy Ghost. Invite the Holy Ghost into your life. Invite the Holy Ghost into your house. Invite the Holy Ghost into your marriage. See, the thing is, sometimes when we mess up, we're too afraid to say we messed up. But I promise you, if you decide to say today, God, I messed up. I need you to teach me how to be the head of my house. He'll teach you how to be the head of your house. How to honor your wife. How to lift your wife. How to extol your wife. How to give praise to your wife. Where she, where she deserves it. Yeah. So remember this. Love your wife. Don't lord it over her. I think I said lord earlier. I meant lord. Love your wife. Don't lord it over her. Build your wife. Don't bash your wife. Cover your wife. Care for your wife. These are your responsibilities as the head. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your presence today and we say thank you. Thank you for your goodness and for your mercy and for your kindness. And thank you, God, for another chance and another chance. God, we as men have missed this. We thought because we were the head, we could run around the house and tell people what to do and how to do it and not uh, have any responsibility and not even have respect for the people who you placed in front of us, God. But we ask for forgiveness today, God, for the times that we messed up, the times we screwed up the times we missed it God we ask you for forgiveness today now father in the name of Jesus we confess we messed up we confess we don't know what we're doing and so we lay our hearts and our heads at your feet today and we ask you God to come in we ask you to come in and teach us how to be the head teach us what it means to be just like you were God you said right here the apostle Paul says right here in the word that husbands are the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church God we want to mimic you in the way that we honor our wives you said in the word that you were the savior of the body. So help us to save our wives. Show us what we need to do to protect our wives. Give us God vision because we are the heads. Help us to hear your word and help us to speak prophetically over our families and over our wives. We magnify your name today. We thank you today, God, for what you are doing in our lives. In the mighty and matchless name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. And everybody shouted amen amen and amen all right brothers this has been phenomenal thank you so much for spending some of your time sharing your time with me today listen if you do not know jesus christ as your personal savior the bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that god has raised jesus from the dead you shall be saved today i admonish you i beg you to give your life to jesus christ that's the first thing i need you to do before you do anything else before you go out and ask god uh to teach you how to be head of the house you got to be saved to walk in the way that god you got to be willing listen you it's right there in the scripture you got to be willing to give up your life for your families yeah 
you got to be willing to give up your life for your family. I was uh, listening in the news today and I was, uh, there was a pastor in Ukraine who had to kiss his wife and his children and say, you all get to Poland, get to safety. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to take care of this house. And I'm going to, I'm going to cover this community in prayer and I'm going to fight for what is ours. You got to be willing to give up your life for your wife. My God, that's good. That is good. All right. So give your life to Jesus Christ and then you'll understand what it means to give up your life for your wife. And secondly, share the podcast. Listen, I, you know, I, I don't say this a lot, but I think this is a good one. I really think this is a good one. You need to get this out. Share this series that we're doing right here. I'm married. Now what? Share this with your brothers. Let them know these young boys get married. The older ones who have been married, share this. You know, your uncle who a player from the Himalayas, you know, you know which one I'm talking about about that dude get him on this so he can get his life right he got a wife and three mistresses stop playing stop playing you know what the lord is coming back soon stop playing all right let me get out of here y'all listen this has been awesome this is pastor s jeffrey Munts. thank you so much for being with me this morning on morning meditation for men i'm out of here peace